0: social time and getting your coffee and something sweet to munch on right now or not. Or whether you're online, so there's there's a reason to come if you're online. If you can make it in person, we have social time during church. So love to have everybody that's here today worship the Lord, be happy to be together. And I'm sure those online can see that there's people here with the table arrangement. Brings people a little bit forward so you know better that there's extra people here. Um, the flowers, well, before I move to the flowers, I will want to acknowledge that Brenda Fox is back at the keyboard
1: today. So, good to see
0: double duty, not only does she sing, but she also plays. So, great to have you with us today, too. Um, the flowers, as I was mentioning, are in honor of, a in memory of Ray and Wilma Tillery, who were Paul's parents, so, beautiful floral tribute to them. Um, reviewing our calendar, uh, Tuesday, of course, we have Bible study at 10. Um, Tuesday, the 26th of September, just give an advance notice to the folks who are on Advent Council. On Tuesday, the 26th of September, I think I said November, we're still in September. So Tuesday, the 26th of September, after a Bible study, we'll have an admin council meeting. On Saturday, the 14th of October, you may have noticed in the pastor's newsletter or in the bulletin for today, we have trunk or tree returning on Saturday, the 14th of October in the afternoon. So, again, for those of us who didn't participate last year, you kind of plan a decoration theme that involves your trunk and give candy to kids. We had, two last year was, uh, let's see, were you Scarecrow, Calvary? Yeah, Calvary. they had lots of bales of hay and so forth. And we had, we had a dragon's lair as one of the trunks. Um, it was all the gold coins and stuff like that the dragon had stolen, and I think there was a Catholic princess there, too. So, I mean, whatever you can come up with, um, the kids from the neighborhood and our own kids seem to really enjoy it, so be thinking of Saturday, the 14th of October for that. And later in October, the fourth Monday in October, is when prayer shawl Group will resume. So that's uh, shawls, crafted, knitted, crocheted, crafted in some manner. And that will be the fourth Monday in October that summer break will be over. And the last that I will mention is look forward to more information on Saturday, the 2nd of December. It's going to be the day that we hang the greens, And it will also be the day that a lot of crafters <laughs> and collectible people with a sales point here so we're calling it the holiday bazaar and that's going to be on saturday the 2nd of december that's all i had to
2: (laughs) i'd like to ask you to please watch your emails in the coming week um uh, there i know i have many friends have started to oh hi is there anything that you want to share about um, the 26th yeah. yes, yes. Um, actually yes
3: Can I just- yeah <coughs> hello um, i just want to thank you all so much for your generous donations last week we are covered for uh, what we need for operation on the 26th very exciting! Um, so we're looking forward to reporting back to all of you about the success of that, um, and hopefully we work out all the kinks and figure out how it works, and we'll uh, continue doing this in the months ahead. So thank you guys so much for your generous patience. We really appreciate it. Right, I, I have another operation open up with the
1: dentist
4: doesn't know about. Oh. And that is, there's now a box in the far corner that's marked
2: donations for Operation Hope. And this is where you put clothing or new stocks or things of that sort of in that box. Cash donations don't go there, but everything, you know, stop them. Thank you, Ray. Thank you very much. So before I move into my announcements, I see some new faces and some new friends. I want everybody to know that there's coffee and snacks over here. Uh, we, we are laid back and relaxed, and help yourselves. I uh, have some caffeine there. When you get to the sermon, you're going to need it. So, it'll help you through. But thank you for thank you for joining us today. I, I do have another announcement. If you have a child that is in sixth through twelfth grade, on October the twenty second, we are going to have a conference, uh, district wide. Even I need to teach myself to use the right words, a district-wide youth gathering here for kids from 6th to 12th grade. It's going to be us and Encinitas and San Luis Ray and Vista and Rancho Bernardo. We're all going to embark North Coast United Methodist Church and have a day of youth group activities. So that will be going on. Uh, on that day, please mark it down. That will be from noon to 2 on that day. And that is all the announcements that I have. Is there any prayer requests for this morning? I don't know if the tables are deceptive, but it sure does look full this morning. Thank you all for being here today. Any prayer requests? Yes? Yes, David? Uh, People in Libya. Yes. Yes. Any other prayer requests today? Precious and loving God, we are grateful for all the ways that you move in our lives in your presence. Precious God, be with us today as we celebrate your love. In your son's precious name I pray. Amen. going to sit with my buddies back here and everybody that can't see me all waiting. Our kids in Sunday school right now are learning about the armor of God in the book of Ephesians. And last week we talked about all of, all of the different things that the our faith brings to us. And last week when I talked to you about it, it was kind of like Batman's utility belt. Well, I know that you're going to learn about the, the belt of truth. Uh, eventually, so I brought one of my toy collectibles with me. This is the WWE World Heavyweight Championship belt here. And when I think about the, the belt of truth, I think about something that we carry with us that shows others what we believe in. When when Roman, is it Roman Reigns is the champion now? When Roman Reigns carries this around with him, it shows that he's the champion of what he Works for so I want us to remember that every time that we carry around our truth with us, we're not displaying that we're a champion of something, but when we carry truth with us, we carry what we believe in, we carry what brings us hope, we carry what brings us joy, and I've seen some people very happy to win this thing, but well, every time that we carry truth with us, we display all the things that makes our life better. It's kind of like when Roman Reigns has this book. So we're gonna to pray together, and you're gonna go off to Sunday School with Miss Mercedes, and um, you're gonna learn a little bit more about the, the armor of God today. Let's all pray together. Dear God, thank you for the truth that you bring to my life. In your son's name I pray, Amen. <laughs>
1: You. do
5: grace and mercy, that others may find us to be generous and loving friends. In Christ's name we pray. And now we're praying our Father, and please join me with our Father, our Father who art in heaven,
1: hallowed be thy name,
5: thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and and forgive us us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Amen. Our words of assurance as we forgive, so God forgives. The great news is that God forgives first. Embrace this reality and everything will get better. the parable of the unmerciful servant. So then Peter came to Jesus and asked, Lord, how many times shall I forgive my brother or sister who sins against me? Up to seven times? Jesus answered, I tell you, not seven times, but 77 times. Therefore, the kingdom of heaven is like a king who wanted to settle accounts with his servants. As he began the settlement, a man who owed him 10,000 debts of gold was brought to him. Since he was not able to pay, the master ordered that he and his wife and his children and all that he had be sold to repay the debt. At this, the servant fell on his knees before him. Be patient with me, he begged, and I will pay back everything. The servant's master took pity on him, canceled the debt, and let him go. But when that servant went out, he found one of his fellow servants who owed him a hundred silver coins. He grabbed him and began to choke him. Pay back what you owe me, he demanded. His fellow servant fell to his knees and begged him, Be patient with me and I will pay you back. But he refused. Instead, he went off and had the town and had the man thrown into prison until he could pay the debt. When the other servants saw what had happened, they were outraged This is how my Heavenly Father will treat each of you, unless you forgive your brother or sister from your heart. These are the words of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God.
2: Annie, do you have the other handheld microphone? Will you give that to Miss Effie, please? Thank you. So, as we move into this, there, there was another announcement that, that I needed to make, and it's, it's the clarity of our community outreach groups. I, I sent out an email Friday night because our friends at Community Interfaith Services are looking for volunteers, and I wanted to empower you the opportunity to respond to them. So there's three companies that exist in San Diego County that have names that sound alike, and then it becomes very confusing. So we have the Interfaith Shelter Network, we have Community Interfaith Services, and... Have community interface services that exist inside of San Diego County. So it's not the interface shelter network, and it's not community interface that uh, sent the email out. It is interface community interface services. See now, even I'm confused, and I'm the one that worked on this to tell you. It's, it's community interface services that are reaching out there is an influx of, of asylum seekers that are in san diego county i would if you are interested in being involved with that i would like for you to contact them directly and in that email i sent out friday it has contact phone numbers. they have the knowledge and the know-how and the expertise <laughs> So if you're interested in being involved, if you look at that Friday email, it'll give you some direct communication through their uh, outreach coordinator to to do that. So I, I I have gotten a few questions and and it it, it does it does become a little bit jumbled with, with how close that these agencies' names are. So those numbers are in there, and if you're willing to be involved, be involved. And and you have the coordinator's numbers and everything through that. All right, let's join together in prayer. Precious and loving God, we thank you for being with us today. We thank you for our hearts of service and outreach. We thank you for the ways that you inspire us to be involved in the communities. Precious God, today we just ask for you to be with us in this time of conversation. And we thank you your son's precious and loving name I pray, amen. Amelda, thank you for the reading today. As we, as we hear in this scripture in Matthew, a quest that many of us find ourselves on is the, the quest of forgiveness. We experience it in so many ways. We experience it on a personal level. There are journeys that we go on that we look backwards on with we view mirrors of remorse, and we want forgiveness for our journeys. There's things that we wish that we could go back and change. There are things that we wish that we could um, just alter. There's times that we have gone out and we have asked forgiveness. We have been given forgiveness, but we have yet to forgive ourselves on our journeys. We are on journeys of forgiveness on personal levels. We're also on journeys of forgiveness in communal levels. There's well-intended things, strategies, ideals, and no matter the path that we take, we stomp on the feet of those around us. I remember fondly now the first time that I. Hi, Christian. How are you? The first time that I danced with the girl of my dreams in sixth grade, her name was Heather. This young lady was in California, and we hadn't met yet, so yeah. you can forgive me for telling this story. And I think many times about our quest of trying to get forgiveness from other people, as my first boy-girl dance with my, as Charlie Brown would have called it, my little redhead girl. And we were dancing, and I kept stepping on her feet. And I got more embarrassed and more embarrassed. And there was one point, and I still remember this, I can still see it in my eyes, I was going to step down in a place, and she moved her foot, and I moved mine, and I still stepped on her foot. So no matter how hard, aren't you glad I don't dance with you a lot? <laughs> I still remember very vividly that place, and no matter how hard we try, we move our positioning, we try things differently, but we still step on someone else's foot. So there is communal forgiveness that exists. We exist in this conversation in the book of Matthew, and we exist in journeys of forgiveness with people that we don't know. There becomes moments that we embody something that may have. That we embody names or practices that may have been harmful for other things. And we find ourselves in places that even though they were not our actions, nor our intents, nor anything close to anything that we would ever, ever, ever do in our lives, we still find ourselves in places of seeking forgiveness because of global understanding. Forgiveness is a journey we are all on. For many of us, forgiveness is while that we're sitting in this room. I remember my quest of understanding the hardest question to ask. As a 14-year-old teenager, trying to think through the question, what's next? What's next? One day, the existence of Michael Andrew Davis won't exist. And for me, my journey was what's next? It's an unanswerable question. There's not a person that has actually been there that's been able to come back and share it with this. It's a very scary question. There's a lot of fear in that question. And if we look back at every level of forgiveness that I've shared with you, there is fear that it exists and each level of forgiveness that I've shared with you. There is fear within our places of seeking personal forgiveness. So much to the extent that if we can't proclaim it or name it, we don't forgive ourselves. There is a place of fear and communal forgiveness, that we do everything possible, And it may be the other person, and it may still be us, that has the trouble within the journey of providing that forgiveness. And then we get to this level of worldwide communal forgiveness, that we embody the image of something and there's nothing that we can do because we didn't do it. It's not our philosophy, our theology, but we still have to say, I'm sorry for the actions of another. Forgiveness is the hardest journey that we are on. Including to the point when we get to the unanswerable questions, we have our assurance and salvation in John three sixteen and 17. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever should believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. For God sent his Son into the world, not to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. Have that level of forgiveness, in the words of the Apostle Paul in the book of Romans, chapter 10, as he shares, that if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart and die from your sins, you will be saved. For it is with your mouth you confess to righteousness, and with your heart you believe unto salvation. But when we move to the moment that we are wrestling with it within ourselves, sometimes we just lay on the mat and give in, because this is the hardest struggle. because assurance is... The hardest struggle. I love and I celebrate the reality of what grace is, and I'm glad that I found the journey with John Wesley and John Wesley's explanations of what grace is, because if you look at each level of grace, it applies to each level of forgiveness that we see. We seek forgiveness at a personal level in a way that we can't see it. When I think about John Wesley's explanation of what provenient grace is, there is this unseeable, unknowing moment that we don't know God, we can't see God, we can't explain God, we can't name God, but God is there. God is present, even in the moments that we can't express it or claim it. When we're in our personal levels of seeking forgiveness, within our personal levels, there is something that we can't see that we entirely need to see in that moment. And we don't. So we struggle and we suffer and we deal with that. But we move back to Wesley's explanation of what provenient grace is. And I, I want to remind you of those moments. That if we can't see forgiveness within ourselves, it does not mean that it's not there. It does not mean that it's not real. And as true as John Wesley's explanation of redeeming grace, God is there even though we can't name, claim, proclaim. God's still there, and forgiveness is still there. We look at the communal ideal of when I stepped on Heather's foot. Over over and over again, and I needed to ask forgiveness from that other person. There is a place that exists with outside of us, and it becomes this intentional action that we need to interact with that person, and we need to show that forgiveness through the interaction and the proclamation, even though maybe that other person may not have reached that place yet, we are on that journey as long as we can say that the efforts exist, as my therapist has said many times, I cannot control how another person feels about me, but I can control how I treat that person. And as we look at justifying grace, that's what John Wesley is saying. Justifying grace is that moment that we're trying. We're intentionally trying to be interactive and participate And be involved in forgiveness in such a way that we are displaying what we believe. And whether or not that is received or believed, we are displaying it. And that's all that Christ asks us to do. That's all that Christ asks us to do. And then we get to this communal worldwide understanding in the places that we never met this person before but somebody else with the name christian did something that stepped on their feet and we still have to exist within that place of forgiveness and we're willing to exist within actions of sanctification again we cannot change what other people have done we cannot alter other people's journeys we can only do what we know as active servants of Jesus Christ. This beautiful scripture today that has shared with us is this extended journey of what it means to be active images of forgiveness. It's what it means at times, maybe when we just completely step away from a situation because we've done all that christ can do and that's all we can do and what it means to take one step further and one step farther to be an image of what other people need to see of a god that's willing to forgive and love even if the other person doesn't and especially in the places that we haven't found it for ourselves i want to give you some images of what active forgiveness looks like what it means to be an active agent of love in our community i want to give you some images and some voices that are not mine of what it means to go out and display active grace and active love when then we can set aside the quest of personal forgiveness when we can set aside the quest of what i am gaining and losing i I think of this quote that i've seen this week i am not a christian because i want the reward of heaven i am not a christian because i'm running from hell i'm a christian because the character of christ is so compelling to me that i want to spend my life chasing it embodying it and sharing it i want to give you some images of what it means to share I'd like for Miss Mary Lou Castoro, I left a microphone with her, to share about how that she and others are active agents of care at Brother Benno's
4: center.
2: I am the- um, hit the button one more time. Do you see? All right, hit it again. It should be on now.
4: I'm part of the team that goes to Brother Benno's. Uh, of one, one Monday morning, and Brother Benos has a mission of helping the homeless, poor, seniors, and men who are in a recovery program uh, for substance abuse. And what our team does is go and serve breakfast, 6.15 uh, in the morning, and I'm not a morning person. <laughs> so for the last probably 12 years, I've been on this team getting up and getting dressed and being someplace at 615 is hard for me but what we do is hand out back lunches um, milk products fruits pastries entrees and all of that can go home with them or back out with them
2: and then they reach nancy and i and we
4: give out a hot breakfast this is a chance, um, it might be the only chance during the day that these people have someone say good morning, smile. Some of the men wear their military hats and that's part of conversation. So it's very rewarding for, for us to be able to do this and make somebody's day a little bit better. And if there's anybody here, and I see a lot of faces, who have served on this team now or in the past, would you please stand up? Please.
2: I am already standing up. So that's within one of the ways that we are going out and we are providing for a need of someone that just needs something. Embodying what the end of this statement shares is that being so compelled that we want to embody and share there becomes a struggle within this embodying sharing, is because all of our voices are not always united, and sometimes the collective voice displays feelings and concerns that are not ours, and it becomes our importance to be a little bit louder in our theology and a little bit louder in our beliefs. And I'd like uh, Miss Effie to stand up and share a little bit about her outreach that she's done with Pride right by the Beach in San Diego Pride. I don't know if this is on, I'm gonna come up here because I don't want people
3: creating their ex. Um I love these images that we chose. Hi everyone. So I think most of you are familiar with Pride and Pride by the Beach, but if not, Pride is the, the entire month of June um, where the LGBTQ community can celebrate just being and just existence. Um, I myself am a member of the LGBTQ community um, and I left the church for many, many years because the narrative that I was hearing was not one of forgiveness and love. It was quite the opposite. Um, and going to Pride on the Beach here in Oceanside, which is a full like festival day of, of love and caring community and going to um, the Pride Parade in San Diego, uh, which interestingly takes place in July, even though Pride is in June, um, is, is the exact opposite of the experience that i've had for a very long time it is one of forgiveness and love and community Um, and it is an absolutely beautiful celebration of what i believe is the harder choice i think when you hear declarations of hate it is very easy to not forgive it is very easy to turn away and like i did run from the church for a long time And instead, being part of a community that's bringing love and compassion. Um, It's the hard choice, but it's a choice that makes you feel so much better. And I think that love begins love. Um, And being part of that and expressing it is a beautiful experience. So thank you to the pastor for, for bringing that to our church. Thank you.
2: To embody and to share means to be what Dr. King once shared is taking light into the darkness. And taking right light and being the image of the difference for others. There's a phrase that I hear quite frequently, man, get ready to drink because it's going to happen. <laughs> There's an image that I hear so frequently is we talk about how the children are the future of our church. And that's the old face why. The children are not the founder of our church. The children are the president of our church. And I have a very deep blessing in my life, folks, seeing that actively lived out and the young people that come through our doors right now. Cheyenne is an active servant of Jesus Christ as she flips through these slides, even though that I change things during the service and shift things up on her. And then yesterday, we have an example of the young people of our annual conference. Uh, serving and being visible images of the youth being active in the presence. So, I'd like to ask my son Hunter to share about his activeness in that. What did you say next to him on the ball? Well, <laughs> okay. okay, so
1: yesterday
0: we had our fundraiser and collectively as a conference we over 500 dollars for it and school supply for the german indian high school from people who are in hawaiian really needed it and everyone here helped through donating and giving money and
3: people across
0: the district all helped to make the world good for the people who really
3: So, thank you all for coming. If
2: you want to take over Sunday, I'll give it up for you. <laughs> I want us to think about this last paragraph as we shift in our time of communion. I'm appreciative sure because of the character of Jesus Christ is so compelling to me that I want to spend my life chasing, it, embodying, it, and sharing. It. I have the opportunity to be a mentor for a candidacy student, and I won't repeat the question again, but I asked my candidacy student the question that John Carley asked me during uh, my journey which is a very bold, uh, scary statement. I have heard an answer back that I truly embody and hold. It's one that I truly believe in. We do live in a place that the image of Christ may be as good for many, and we may live in a place that the darkness in the world may be stronger and darker, but the reason that I, and I use I for me, Drew David's, continue to serve Jesus Christ is I still believe I still believe the answer that I got from my dear friend is that even though it may be hard at times in my journey that even I may question where I'm at the person that I am serving and caring for believes and through that belief I begin to embody something that's even outside of myself I begin to embody a spirit that is not mine, but it is greater than me, and it's outside of me, and it's reaching out to interact with other people. When I'm willing to stand toward as a servant of Jesus Christ, and even in the moments that I stumble in the darkness, and I have a hard time believing in myself and forgiving myself, the person that has come to me for that conversation believes so deeply i'm still christ's best i want you to hold on to that in your heart when we celebrate holy communion today i know it because i go through it when you look in the mirror and you don't like what you see you are still christ's best when you deal with a frustrating situation and you feel that you are doing everything that you can do, but you're still at the road's end, you are still Christ's vessel. And when you're trying to embody something that another may have an skewed vision of, and you try as hard as you can to be that image, and you get tired and frustrated, you are still Christ's vessel. We celebrate in our acts of Holy Communion. In the United Methodist Church, we serve an open communion. That means that if you had a bad night yesterday and you regret it, you're still welcome at the table. If it's your first time here in a church or any church ever, you're welcome to the table. We embody something that's outside of us. And grace is not what we do, it's what Jesus Christ did and how we respond to and Holy Communion is our place of response. If you open your hymnals to page 13, please, as we go through our actions of Holy Communion. The Lord be with you. And also with you. We lift up our hearts. We lift them up to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right. It is right and good and joyful pain always and everywhere to give thanks to you, Father Almighty, Creator of heaven and earth. And so with your people on earth and all the company of heaven, we praise your name and join in their unending hymn, Holy, Holy, Holy Lord, God of power and might, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord? Hosanna oh, in the highest, holy are you and blessed is your son Jesus Christ. By the baptism of his suffering, death, and resurrection, you gave birth to your church, delivered us from slavery to sin and death, and made with us a new covenant by water and spirit. On the night in which that he gave himself up for us, he took the bread. He gave thanks to you. He broke the bread, gave it to his disciples and said, take eat, this is my body which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. And when the supper was over, he took the cup, he raised the cup, he shared the cup around with those around him and said, drink from this all of you. This is my blood of the new covenant poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this as often as you drink it, in remembrance of me and so in remembrance of these your body acts through Jesus Christ we offer ourselves in praise and thanksgiving as a holy and living sacrifice in union with Christ offering for us as we proclaim the mystery of faith that Christ is God Christ is risen Christ will come again please pour out your Holy Spirit on us gathered here and on these gifts of bread and cup Hunter, can you come up here for me, bud? As we move into our time of of giving a holy communion, Hunter and I will have the gifts of bread and cup to serve you. Uh, Please come forward as you fill it. And
1: if
2: you're looking for a gluten-free option, there's cups here on the
1: i oh. mm-hmm.
2: is all
5: They may bless your world. Bless us as people of mercy and grace that we might love and forgive others, as you have loved and forgiven us in your beautiful Ability. Amen. Our song of responds, how great thou art.
1: I shall come with signs of salvation, and take me home, my joy shall fill my heart, and I shall bow in the I
2: character of Jesus Christ is so compelling to me that I want to spend my life chasing it, embodying it, and sharing it. Even when it gets hard in your life, be with Christ. When your life is hard, Christ is in you, and as you love, 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 God is there. Go forth with God's song in your heart, declaring love amid hate, and grace among judgment. May the peace of the Lord Jesus Christ be with you all. God's love. Amen.